0: What's up, everybody? It's Friday and it's Shiro Show. I'm um, Saturn Dave oh, and yeah, that's good stuff, my buddy Traino Co. How are you doing? Good stuff. Doing all right. Just hanging in there. Uh, hanging in
1: there. Been, been taking a lot of L's this week, so I'm hoping hoping that's not next week. So, but
0: it's all good. Folks in the all chat. Good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to talk over you. I just meant to tell. Uh, let us know in the chat if the video is like. Having problems because I know on my end, my internet's a little spotty today. So, you're looking good. Okay, good. good. You're not, you know, I blow your mess on my end. So, it's just that my son is, stay that way. My son is streaming Netflix in the other room. So, I know that on the download side, it's not great, but we should be good on upload. Uh, folks will just have to let us know anyway. Yeah, it doesn't cut into like, uh, Stranger Things or something. We're all good. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's stranger, more like, uh, for him, I don't know. It's probably Pokemon or something like that. What what are you what have you been up to this week? <laughs> um, nothing much. Just
1: playing a couple of games. I've Been trying to get through Soccer so- Soccer Wars
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the PS4. Uh, that's a long game. Uh, I think I'm a quarter way through it. I'm um, I I've, I've been playing it like almost every night before I bed for like an hour or two. <clears throat> Would you say that's the
0: best soccer game on the Saturn? Soccer I Wars know
1: it's on the PS4. <laughs>
0: oh okay uh best best soccer soccer game on the soccer Soccer, RPG.
1: soccer uh, (laughs) soccer wars yeah it's the best soccer wars game on the ps4 but i'm hearing rumors (laughs) that there's going to be a sequel so it'll be soccer wars 2 revenge of pele so (laughs) revenge of pele nice yeah Yeah. that's going to be number two but uh besides that's all good with that uh i've been trying to play some more (laughs) saturn stuff uh uh, but, you know, it's it's been hard I've been really busy with stuff But uh, I'm hoping with this next cast coming up I'll be able to play a lot of Saturn stuff
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping too uh, The Well, we've got So we're recording this Saturday And it's kind of like a top secret Um, For the most part It's not the extreme sports thing that we planned on doing It's kind of like a little impromptu uh-huh. idea that we all had it's Kind of top secret, but it's going to be awesome We're
1: doing Tony Hawk you know, so- Yeah,
0: Tony Hawk <laughs> About the game that never came out on the Saturn. No, that's not what we're doing. But uh, no, it's going to be rad. Once everybody finds out what it is, I think folks are going to like it. Um, but aside from that, we will be doing extreme sport, winter sports or whatever after that. So that's going to be fun. That's going to give us a lot to play. Today, Hawk, though, in the live stream, or in the live game stream, we're going to be playing Choro Q Park um, and having a little fun with that. <laughs> But before we do, you like like how everything kind of cool. All the green is keyed out. See my face. It's really
1: cool. It's like imagine if that was like the real cover of that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Wouldn't that be rad? Um, But yeah, so we're going to be doing some of that. But before we do, we're going to get right into the news. We'll bring up our browser here. We've had, as I scroll through here, you can see we've had a bit of news. A lot, a lot of bit. To talk about, yeah. So we ended off last stream talking about those Yakuza Zero LPs. I did order that, by the way. You did order it? Yeah, I did. Cool. I mean, nice. I want I want baka mitai, so yeah, I ordered that. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, I um I had reached out a week or a week or two ago uh, to Ponut um about uh, you know talking about game development, talking about ponies, equal rights, you know, fair representation for ponies and uh he had quite a bit to i mean he didn't have as much to say as uh you know xl2 who gave me a pretty lengthy uh pretty lengthy interview but um what he did um, have to say is, uh, you know, he commented about the whole Smokey Dops thing. I guess that was just kind of an unfortunate name <laughs> that he had, you know, in his youth or whatever. That's something that he tried out for a moment <laughs> and decided. I, I
1: think we all had one of those where we have like the oh man, the cool like own like, like owner man, like I like I owned you or something. I did the
0: same. I did the same exact straight edge thing that he did with the XX name XX. X-X yeah. yeah, that XS was Saturday. That was the two, early two 2000- thousand thousands for you yeah i love this his one one name he had was easy to target <laughs> that would totally be me <laughs> I, would just, I would just want too easy yeah but um you know he, he's one of those guys that has always been interested in changing things up and doing different things but always interested in like board games ta- talisman board games uh making games in in school he just mentions um getting into games like Doom and Duke early on and interest in FPS games um he was uh didn't even know what a Saturn was i guess in 2018 yeah, no, it was saying like yeah, yeah until 2018 he got i i definitely can relate to that yeah um that's awesome i can't relate but i always think that it's amazing that people are like Getting not just getting into Saturn late, but like really getting into it enough that they're like, "I'm going to develop for this machine." It's crazy. Like um, getting deep into it. I know, right? So he he posted up this little flying demo that he had, um, you know, showing geometric shapes flying and going through like a a bit of a a course, you know, like an obstacle course kind of thing that he was. Kind of like Star Fox? Uh, yeah has that has that definite feel to it. So he was just getting coming to grips with like the VDP2 for the for the floor and everything. And I guess this was um I guess this was with uh uh Fets uh, this was with the Joe engine that he was doing this. Um and it is my understanding that from the last article that we did with XL2 that he made like a model exporter or importer for him to be able to import 3D models into the Saturn's uh, into Saturn code. So that's cool. They've been working together it, uh, for, for a while now. And uh, the games that impacted him, I guess, are, he mentioned uh, tribes. Have you played tribes? I'm like familiar a bit with it. Day. Yeah. I played a little bit of ascend. It's kind of like just a massive capture the flag,
1: fast paced game. It's pretty fun.
0: Yeah. That's the kind of the impression I got. I was like, I was familiar with it, but have never touched it. So yeah, but uh, I can definitely see having played quite a bit of Pony Game for that uh, that stream that we did before. I can kind of see how it has uh, it, it kind of resembles that. It's not first person, obviously, but it has uh, some of the same feels when it comes to you know jumping around and all the physics and stuff like that. Um, he has a sense of humor, of course, <laughs> and his uh, priorities for the game are safe ponies, cute ponies, happy ponies, unshakable frame rate, and ponies. So did you do this art, or is this just art he had that he gave oh, you? Oh, this is just art I threw together. I figure, you know, Jeez. like do do justice, do it justice, you know. If if you're gonna if you're gonna have a uh, you're gonna have an interview about a guy named Ponut doing games about ponies, you know, you ought to go all the way, right? Um, no, it mm. was it was no big deal. I was just like had an idea, and I was like, let's do this. Um, anyway, yeah, sure. he. Uh, you can kind of see this early demo of the pony running around. This was like pre textured polygons for the pony. And you can kind of see some of the, you know, some of the terrain, I guess he's using like height maps or terrain maps for that. Um, then mm-hmm. a later, of course, later demo showing, uh, he's got some music pumping there. He's got, so he's got some simple like geometry for trees and stuff. And, some loops that you jump through here. So still using a lot of what you could see before from that little 3d fly through demo, using a lot Mm -hmm. of that uh, to, to get this going. Exactly. Um, Yeah. What more can I really say? I mean, he was pretty concise uh, when it just comes to, you know, like what he, you know, that the Saturn is kind of a pain to program for, but yeah, you, you have to know how to program and see, and you have to be a doer. Of course, yep. pro- being That's able to program, I mean, I imagine anybody who could program the Saturn in assembly, probably know C as well, but I mean, yeah. Um I don't think anybody's doing the assembly thing these days, you know. I, yeah, think, that I, was I think
1: C is just more accessible for Definitely, definitely. design. I mean, it's, it's just a little bit easy to easy to learn. You don't have to worry about assembly code. You don't have to dig as deep. But I know that assembly is, is good yeah. for debugging though as well with this stuff.
0: Chances are though, most people who come in most people who get interested these days probably are going to be C people, you know. <laughs> like I mean, what are the chances that you got some guy who's like really knows assembly <laughs> gets interested. Yes, in I see what you mean. Yeah. I mean, it's like there's C is a pretty universal language or much more so. Um, but anyway, yeah, you know, greatest challenges um, I guess was learning that floating points are evil <laughs> and uh, basically uh, optimization, you know, working on optimization um, research and development coding his own tools he he recently developed PwnSound, Sound, which is a, his own sound driver, uh, which is open source and and folks are using, um, which is cool. Um, and then you know sharing tools in the community. Um, you know so again that uh, Saturn's architecture is. You know, he joked, why don't you just replace it with a Pentium? <laughs> you know, that was his, like, that was his meme post. <laughs> just replace the CPU with a Pentium and call it good, right? Just, like, um, just like solder it on between both an of them. MMX. And hope it works. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, no. Um, thank you, Ponut, for, for uh, giving us this information. Thank you for speaking about your game. I realize that at this point it's not yet completely a game and so he didn't have a lot to say about uh features and implementation uh because it just it's not that far in terms of what it is i guess he's still considering it a demo and he just kind of called it pony game for for the competition but it's going to keep making progress and so um we'll keep looking back at it and hopefully uh downloading updates and maybe even streaming it again and, uh, yeah, and again, yeah, you know, and again, you know, he spoke to the fact that VBT is a part of the community and that that is an important uh, deal uh, because VBT is very well respected. He's been working on Saturn, I think, for close to 20 years something like that he's been he's been working in proximity or on saturn coding for like 20 years he's been in the uh the saturn or the sega community for a long time helping folks he's kind of what they call their french mad scientist or something like that he's the dude that did the garfield you know the the spinning garfield yeah, the spinning garfield the best game in the competition but he also does a bunch of emulation stuff like he got the whole uh what was it was a final burn Or it was the... Final Final Burn Neo, the the emulator. Exactly. That ran so many awesome games, and it ran them really well. So, you know... Yeah. Yeah, to to do that...
1: It was pretty impressive. It was very
0: impressive. Um, I ranked it high on my list, I can say, for for one. uh, Speaking for myself, I thought that it was very impressive. So Mm -hmm. I'm just glad that there's folks like that that are hugely knowledgeable and not just knowledgeable, but not too cool for school and willing to help folks, you know, because it's it's easy now for uh, a newbie with a little bit of knowledge to, like, join the Sega Extreme uh, Discord server and ask questions, and folks are going to answer your questions, and um, there's a ton of helpful people on there. So if you're even kind of interested in programming for Saturn and you don't know where to start. Um, I would definitely recommend downloading, uh, Joe engine. Cause, um, several people have now said that it's a great place to get started, get the ball rolling. And
1: then, uh, check out, uh, check out Emerald Nova's
0: tutorials on his website. Too. Yeah. Emerald Nova has done tons of streams. <laughs> he's done, he's done a ton of, of Twitch streams. He's got a website, uh, with like the who's who of Saturn development. He's got tutorials. He's working with, uh, what is it? Z, uh, interactive xeon inter, zeo interactive i'm not saying that right am i um i think xenos xenos interactive, Zenos interactive. that's right he's working with an artist xenos interactive who does like the modeling and stuff like that and even he does like live stream tutorials or at least live streams of of how he does the modeling and stuff like that so there's just a ton of resources for folks who are interested in getting into saturn development so if you're if you're thinking about it but you're just kind of like too shy about it because you're just thinking it's going to be too much work i mean it's definitely going to be work but it can be done and there's plenty of people to help you and there's open source tools like the you and when you're on that ball you could just like keep going with it yeah that's that's what it seems like it's like people people dip their toe in and then it just you know one thing leads to another and like four years down the road you're like (laughs) you've got a game together you know and you know if you're doing it in your free time and you're not making money that's probably how long it's going to take (laughs) but if you're okay with that you know Unless you're just, like, a really brilliant coder or something like that, and you just, I don't know, have a really don't quick quick pipeline. Yeah, not not me at all. You know, I know a little Python, and that's it. Definitely can't do a Saturn game in Python, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll work on that interpreter later, though. Yeah. Well, uh, we released a podcast, and folks should know about it by now because, I mean, we've been playing pinball games for the last month. Uh, yeah. I thought it was, it was good fun Nick edited it he did a good job
1: yeah I thought I thought it was a really good really good episode uh I definitely think that my favorite games have to be the 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 the, the pinball games the digital pinball
0: games are like the best ones yeah I, I, I the Saturn has a ton it has a ton of pinball games um more than half of them are decent or good um some of them are absolutely great. They're like and I would say that the Necronomicon and Last Gladiators aren't just the best pin, digital pinball games on Saturn, they're the best digital pinball games up to that point, released up to that point i would argue
1: yeah they still they still hold over they still hold over well you know, like yeah or, they still aged well per se like like i'm gonna be honest i was surprised that usually my pick is the japanese weird game but at this one it wasn't like i i definitely think i prefer the necronomicon and last gladiator over
0: yeah uh over the fantastic pinball for sure yeah i was kind of caught off guard by that but um i know like um good control just can't be beat like when a game has really really good control it's kind of hard to one-up that even if it's just you know like uh like fantastic pinball kukentai has it where it counts when it comes to like aesthetic and anime you know all that (laughs) stuff but i mean the game itself like you said it's kind of floaty it's not to be taken too seriously when it comes to actual pinball physics and so for that like the kaze games are just fire especially the music you know I think that's that's the takeaway for me was just that if you pump that that soundtrack on a really good sound system, it just like it's just it's the experience, you know, I was actually listening to that at work the other day. Yeah, yeah. And um, and Nick included quite a bit of that music in the podcast episode. So I I was really happy about that so that folks could like get a sense for like how good that music is. Yeah, and the fu- the cool th- the cool thing I liked is that on um, I think it was on
1: Economicon that the voice the the singer kind of sounds like uh kind of sounds like Br- Bruce uh,
0: Bruce uh, Dickin- Dickinson from really? uh, from Iron Maiden a little bit. Yeah, I, I guess I can kind of see that. I'm not a huge like I'm not really me, no. big into Iron Maidens, but I can kind of I know enough to to know what you're talking about um so yeah i mean it's it's everywhere it's on apple it's on pocket Casts, it's on whatever It's on
1: youtube with youtube video.
0: exactly if you go to the youtube link you can actually watch footage of the games uh you put that in there right pat
1: yeah that's sort of what i've been doing for the video thing because i know yeah that's awesome I know it's not sustainable to do like full video things but i think as long as we can have just little video snippets of it
0: yeah i thought that was a great like people...
2: idea
1: yeah. yeah so it's an easy thing just to record footage to shove mm-hmm. it on there
0: yeah, and I mean, it I makes know. such a big difference, too, because I when we were recording, I kind of tried to fire up some of the games so that while we're talking yeah. about it, we're kind of thinking about what it was that we liked or didn't like about the game. Um, and I know it helped me because uh, in the past, I've been trying to speak on games from memory, and sometimes it's just, even if I played it recently, um, I remember more things, you know, when I'm actually, like, looking at the game footage. Exactly exactly, and I'm thinking,
1: and I like it because people will be able to look at it like okay, this is the game this is what it looks like oh this looks kind of fun yeah I want
0: maybe I should pick this up or maybe I should ignore it yeah my 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 uh out of left field uh, surprise for this one was pinball graffiti i I uh it's pretty good yeah I really do I am planning on picking up a physical copy although it's not it's not cheap anymore, but it's not super expensive yet, so I'm just going to try to be patient and find a good deal, and then I'm, I'm going to be grabbing that one. Uh, so I recommend that if folks haven't played Pinball Graffiti and they just saw some YouTube footage and they thought it looked a little janky, uh, just burn a copy or put it on your ODE and play it, and you'll see what I mean. Like, it feels good. Um, next yeah. up, uh, we've got like the we're into like the unreleased game territory. <laughs> oh my gosh, what what was going on this week? There's well, first so off, I need stuff. to shout I need to shout Mr. Burns on uh, on Sega Extreme. He's over in the Sega Extreme Discord server, and he's just posting regularly on the site um, shouts to Mr. Burns. You're like the guy when it comes to like digging up, uh, you know, obscure news, you know, you're, you're just always on the ball, you know? And so I have to shout you and say, thanks because he brought this to our attention. And, um, this was actually a Twitter, uh, this was actually a tweet that went live on like April 20th, I guess. So it was kind of old by the time that we found out about Mm -hmm. it, but I guess that's how long it took to circulate the interwebs but um basically it
1: was kind of funny because like uh ian from uh, the the CU podcast brought it up or the, the guys from the CU podcast brought that up and i uh, and i think it was me and a couple others like yeah we, li- we were listening to that. i was like wait what is he talking about uh, we were thinking oh he probably just saw old footage or, or like he found something and he thought it was new but right. we were completely wrong is that he he actually got he must have saw that and
0: because they didn't put any video footage of it or they didn't have any links to it so i was like what are you talking about oh okay that's uh yeah no i mean i even um i have no idea if if this guy is gonna if a bunch of people are gonna like reach out to him and he might pull the tweets or something like that so i went ahead and like downloaded every video that he posted and i like uh, I basically hosted them on our website because I want to make sure that even if that original tweet gets pulled, we still have the reference footage at the bottom, you know, so folks have yeah, context. We
1: have the evidence. We that have the existed. evidence.
0: Um, but yeah, that's. We have the I guess that's the bittersweet part of this is that right now, all we know is that it exists and it's out there and that it's like basically complete. It has, well, it, it has six dungeons or six fortresses. The game was originally called Faradun uh Dragon Fortress or something like that and so there are there, there are like three different characters you can play as each one of them has like a complete fmv introduction for them the menus in english uh what else do we know we know that there are he he posted a subsequent post saying that there are uh six different castles that he was able to clear yeah. um yeah the, it was pretty much complete uh for the most part exactly but, uh, pioneer ldc uh,
1: game Go ahead. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think the the elephant in the room is is the whole the D word. Is it going to get dumped?
0: Right. So you know, Kate Kona, uh, a Murder of Crows reached out to me, and he was like, "Well, have you talked to Fireball, or have you talked to any of the redump folks who are stationed over either in China or Japan? Because there are people partnering for the redump project, and maybe they could reach out to him. So I think that's the next mm-hmm. step. Is we need to we need to talk to somebody in the redump project and see if anyone over there would be willing to like hit this guy up and, and try to see if he would be willing to. Um, of course the more attention this thing gets, the more he may become aware of the fact that he's like sitting on a gold because he has two unreleased games. And one of the other ones we're going to talk about in a minute, in a minute, but basically, uh, yeah. (laughs) Somebody else told me, that, oh, oh, Knight uh, of Dragon was saying this is happening because folks are just doing their spring cleaning right now, you know, and they're like unearthing yeah. unearthing discs that they had put away, you know. So well, I just hope this isn't one of those cases where it's like dropped on eBay <laughs> and it's like good luck. I know. Well, you know, if somebody buys it, you never know. Somebody might uh somebody might dump it, but at least we know it's out there and it's not just like a promotional video, I guess. I guess we knew it existed, right? Cause they couldn't have made the promotional video with all that footage if it didn't exist in some form. Um, but I yeah. mean, just knowing that it's basically complete or close to complete is, is awesome. Um, I'll it's show crazy. you guys. I guy just
1: had it lying around though.
0: I can show you guys a little bit of the, um, the video, the promotional VHS tape that was circulated. Um, it had been, uh, the name had been changed to Monika no Shiro or Monika's Fortress. Shiro Shiro literally translates to either castle or fortress, I think. Um, more likely fortress, because that's what they that's the word that they used in Fair Dune, Dragon like a, Fortress. It's like,
1: yeah, it's like, also like Takechi no Shiro, like Takechi's
0: Castle. Right, right. So, I mean, it, it could, uh, or Shikigami no Shiro, right? yeah it, yeah so Should i guess it is cast it. yeah i guess it is castle but uh um anyway it's a it's like 2d sprites in a 3d um world so it's very similar i guess you could say it's similar to like dark savior in that way um yeah cool stuff though i mean it's it's a great looking game i've i've you know asked folks about it before like wouldn't it wouldn't have been great if this had come out and i just you know didn't know how how far along it, it was but i mean apparently it's like really far along and it looks super awesome like i would love to play this game even in japanese i'd go for it i would i would try to like slog through it and get through it um but yeah there's a there's a vhs tape the the box art was ready to go here you have like actual jewel case artwork um we got the original pamphlets for it um when it was faradun and then when it switched over to monica's castle i don't know how far behind you are pat or what you can see uh, no i'm seeing it i'm like a second it. behind okay cool good i'm glad it's not like five seconds um i i misnamed this i thought this was a pamphlet at first it actually turns out this is like a long box cd soundtrack you know in the early mid yeah, the 90s they had those long box yeah and those kind of held over in japan for a while just because of the artwork um yeah, yeah I always, so i always
1: wanted to get one of those i can never find them though they're always on ebay for exorbitant amounts of, amount of money sometimes yeah my dad
0: has like the original beatles uh long box cds you know but i mean who knows if those cds have rot you know (laughs) because they were like 89 have a lot of rot yeah Yeah, i think they were pressed in like 89 or something like that so it was really crazy um anyway video showing you know video showing the game and the gameplay you guys are free to check it out we also have it um here on the website um and yeah so i mean we really do that's the next step. Is we need to. Oh, and here's the contents. Of course, we included an image showing the contents of the disc, so you can see the actual files on there. Um, we need to kind of reach out to him. I tried. I tried reaching out to him in Japanese, you know, using like the DeepL translator, but I didn't get yeah. a response. I didn't expect to get a response, to be honest. So
1: his response is probably check my eBay auction or check my auction, ju- auction right? Japan.
0: Well, site. interestingly enough, he works for. Uh, he works for a shop that I guess sells retro games but then they also service like uh PC engines. Uh they they yeah. sur- they service like the PC Engine Express and then also like the Duos and stuff like that. they so it's kind of like a fix it shop and they also like from what I can glean I guess from his other Twitter posts. So anyway, um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But um I'm going to let you take this one next cuz this is really big news. It's a big deal if you guys haven't played this yet. Yeah, so uh, recently they just released uh, this Monday, this
1: this last past Monday, uh, released a core Soccer Wars columns two on the Dreamcast. The fan translation by uh, Derek and Company. So essentially, yeah, burnt is, uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? But yeah, uh, burnt ends. and a See uh, when? Yeah. So there's a couple people on the team. There's a CG Uricora and 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 Deathrax, right? Oh, right. Yeah. Deathrax. Death yeah.
0: Danthrax, Danthrax yeah. that's what it is
1: Danthrax, yeah, they worked on that as well uh, but yeah essentially for those that don't haven't seen the pre- previous streams it's basically a columns ga- games of, of soccer wars and essentially you just line up the columns and uh, have little battles to see who
0: can play the biggest role get the mm-hmm. big role of, uh, of Shonen Red yeah I went in blind for our stream and I admit it was kind of hard to get the hang of because I was thinking like Puyo Puyo and it's a little different, but actually, I played it a little while more after the stream, and I, I think it was a lot of fun. Not to mention all the dialogue and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, actually, it was
0: not Sumay38,
1: who was the other tra- the third translator. So what do you think of the game? Um, I thought it was pretty fun. I suck at it because I'm garbage at Callum's games, but... Same. <laughs> it was a lot of fun to play. But uh, I had a lot of fun playing it. I really enjoyed getting the hang of it, and I love I love Soccer Wars. So I mean, yeah, it works for me. Like I played, I've been playing the PS4 version of that, and I really enjoy it so far. I'm excited to finish it up and play the Saturn version next. So yeah,
0: I ended up as a mailbox.
1: <laughs> yeah, same here.
0: Yeah, it's like if you if you don't come in if you if you don't place or if you don't come in first or whatever. You end up as a mailbox, so yeah, that was me—the mailbox. But uh, that was my that was my role in the troop. So, <laughs> so I yeah, Fair just enough. just That's like mean, you, I am not sure. not, uh, <laughs> not good at the game, but I still enjoy it.
1: For real, yeah, and uh, yeah, they actually did. A, the team did actually a podcast with a uh, found in fanslation which is yes a podcast by um a uh, G- 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 galeon i think his name is that's mm-hmm. in our discord galeon but yeah he he has galeon yeah he did a podcast for that so go watch them they talk about the game and they have a couple other good ones like uh like about uh they have well, the guys did the the napple tail and the dreamcast oh right yes so, which is an awesome, excellent game to play. Definitely play that if you haven't. But yeah, uh, Sakura Wars was really fun. The, the columns too. Uh, I'm Glass Al we are actually working on a video. At least Ben is of trying to get around some of the the download issues with it. Because if you have a if you don't have a modem connected, it won't do the the, the go to that site that lets you to right. download the 100% save in the DLC.
0: Yeah, or if your modem is broken, for that matter, or not connected correctly, uh, it'll tell you because I, I think they're pr- trying to put like a warning in there, like an error war- message, saying, "Yeah, you yeah. either need to either need to fix your modem, put in a modem, or use an emulator that supports modem emulation."
1: It's kind of funny though that they add that in there specifically because it's not exactly what it says, but yeah. it's funny with the changing times that that's going to be an out on an actual hardware thing. It's like if you're playing this in an emulator. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean it's, but that's pretty pretty hilarious. It's really cool that I mean in the first place that that's how they were able to implement the whole patch and everything like that to include a like a 100% save to unlock all that content. Um and then uh and then also there's like all the DLC included on there. I thought that was a very very impressive and and also really cool. And I mean they they spared no expense as uh the dude from uh, the dude from Jurassic Park would say we spare no expense. They they did uh, they did the they translated the little icon on the VMU, you know, yeah, they pretty uh, cute. the all the artwork for the, the menus and everything like that. It's the game looks super sharp on a on a CRT, I can say, uh, in VGA. It just looks amazingly crisp. Um, yeah,
1: it's, the, it's pretty much it's pretty much a one for one. What would, yeah. would have come out minus the voice acting?
0: And the only thing that they well, actually, won't
1: you know, they probably they probably left the Japanese in if, if it's Dreamcast, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, um, but the only thing they weren't able to translate was the the actual browser, I guess. Uh, a lot of the browser prompts and stuff like, and they may be able to in, in a future update. Um, but I just know that it was something that was a little tricky, and it it didn't uh, it couldn't be done in the same way that they were working on everything else. So uh, it's, it's just one of those things library. Yeah, exactly. So it's probably one of those things where um, they might figure out a way. Um, but again, it, it's completely playable and pretty much the only thing you need the browser for is just to download those DLC and the complete save. And that's pretty much easy enough to do uh, easy enough to understand. Um, Cause I did it. <laughs> I'm not that smart. So, yeah,
1: uh, Derek. Derek said in the chat that he translated most of the browser in the final release. Really? And most of the browser text you, well, at least most of the browser text that you actually see. Uh-huh. So the, uh huh. So it's probably referring to maybe that error message. So.
0: Okay. Cool. I didn't know that. I haven't actually checked the most recent release, but I do need to replace uh, what's on my mode with the with the latest and greatest. So that's awesome. That's that's news Respect. to me and good to hear. Um. Next up, another uh, another game, unreleased. Now, here's the funny thing: same guy, right? Same same dude in Japan. Yeah. So, okay, I was going back just to check up on if he had posted any anything subsequent uh, for for the Monica no Shiro, right? And mm-hmm. I couldn't find for for some reason, Twitter was doing something weird and I couldn't actually find the original post. And I thought he had pulled the post. Right. I thought, oh, gosh, we brought a bunch of attention to this and he pulled the post because I can't find it. So I'm like scrolling mm-hmm. through his entire Twitter feed and I go back far enough. And I mean this guy posts a lot of like unre- unrelated to game stuff. And um you know I go back far enough and I'm like what is this? Um it turns out like he also has this other game that's completely unreleased. And he's just like no big deal. It's <laughs> He's like this is a CDR. It, w- it was written he's just on the label. On everybody ver- now. Version yeah. 1. I was able to play it until I cleared it, but honestly it wasn't that interesting so I think it was not released. <laughs> it's like are you kidding like Like some of us care. Like this is a big deal to some of us, but I mean, maybe I mean maybe some folks just don't care. I don't know. Anyway, you can easily see here um, the game running. uh, Well, actually, hold on. Let me let me use this one because it's bigger. Um, So you can easily see it was a company called Signal Light, right? Signal Light Corp. They were only Signal Light briefly, from what I can understand. uh, Before they became Starlight Mary, and they did uh, another Memories, which was published on the Saturn. Um, you got this like Fami Resu kind of, uh, backdrop, uh, with the, just like a kid in high school, basketball player, girl that works at the little family, family restaurant. You got the girl on the volleyball team or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, oh, so you get the girl on the volleyball. Team, well, you maybe? get this cute, you get this like cutesy. What is it? Where is it? It's a, uh, it's like it's a, uh, like animu, animu. <laughs> Well, there's a little there's a little cupid character, right? So I guess that it's called Rensa Love Links or Love Chain. Pick pick one. It kind of the translation is uh, I'm not clear on the kanji, but it's either Love Links or Love Chain. And you pick a locale on this campus, on this like high school quad campus thing, uh, either the track or um, maybe she's a track star. I don't know. But, you know, she needs to wear, like, a sports bra or something like that. (laughs) Anyway, so it's, uh, you got these, uh, you got what's essentially a Puyo clone, I guess, I would say. It's similar to, similar to some kind of, like, Puyo clone derivative or maybe, like, a Columns derivative. I can't really tell. (laughs) Someone said Thirsty Columns. (laughs) Thirsty Columns. (laughs) I mean, obviously, it's a connect three deal, right? So it's a it's a connect three colors deal, but you also have like gems inside the rings that are different colors. So there's some kind of different dynamic, and then there's like a roulette deal where um, you get into oh, I did not mean to make that big, Um, big zoom in, (laughs) big zoom in. No, what I meant to do is show you guys that there's a uh, there's a damn it. This is really hard to control. So there's like this I, I don't chance. Know, I think you're zooming. I think you're zooming in for different
1: reasons. You know, oh, I oops, promise. Oops, I keep zooming in. I promise I keep that's not one what... near her chest. Oh, oops.
0: Yeah. okay. So you got this like chance roulette thing, um, and it's anybody's guess how it works. But I mean, there's like different items you can choose from: A money bag, some kind of like potion bottle or something like that so anyway it's a puzzle game it's probably got like a dating sim deal i don't somebody in the chat was like oh would this be like a red label game i don't i i don't know that this would be a red label game maybe like a yellow label or something like that it's
1: probably probably yellow label yeah if that
0: i don't know. i i don't see it being a red label game for any particular reason but then again i haven't seen that much of the game so who knows um it could be <laughs> i think my first thing is on twitter somebody uh, tweeted and and thought uh, that r was a p I thought it said Pensa. <laughs> Pensa. Oh, because they kind of didn't lo- that was Night of Dragon. He's like, "If you don't if you don't <laughs> scroll down all the way, it, just, it looks like Pensa." Um, yeah. Yeah, you yikes. know. So, um shouts to GDRI, Game Developer Research Institute for providing more information on this developer that I didn't know. Um they uh they were a Yokohama-based company. Um that uh, became Starlight Mary. Uh, a lot of their staff came from Arc, Systems work, Arc System Works. Oh, nice.
3: uh, they worked on Wizards company.
0: Harmony and Zork 1. Zork 1 is one of those games on the Saturn that I really wish somebody could come along and translate. Because um, I'm a big Zork fan. But, you know, it's probably better on the Nerd. PC anyway. Nerd. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Who plays Zork. Only the British play Zork. No, man. Zork is great you can even zork is great for like a audio let's play because the whole thing you can you don't even need to uh you don't even need like a a video for it you can just um retronauts did. am i
1: thinking of something am i thinking i'm thinking of a different title than zork i'm thinking of the other one yeah yeah zork uh, the underground Chimutels.
0: empire so uh, retronauts did like a zork uh podcast and they started out by doing kind of like a let's play and it was all audio let's play where he's let where like jeremy Parrish is like reading the 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 prompts and uh and then um they were just like putting in input and stuff like that and it was actually real i was like this would work totally like an audio let's play i would download that on like audible oh.
1: <laughs> what's up i was thinking of the i was thinking of the other british the other british one the the one where they reused the character for all of them i can't remember what his name it started with a z i thought that's what you're talking about i don't know i think that's also zork not ringing a I bell think- not ringing a bell, but anyway, I could it, be wrong. You, you British fans, let us know what I'm. I'm trying to think of. It's the one, the one guy that uh, they use his characters like Zork in X-Game or something. Hmm.
0: Okay. Well, um, Zork kind of spun off after the second game. I would say, It kind of like spun off and became like a more visual thing, and it, it's just not the same. So the first two or three games, or so, are the ones, and they're like text adventures. But anyway, now we're getting way off. We're we're like way off topic. Yeah. Um, what else can I say about this game? It is uh what seems to be another complete but unreleased uh CDR that's sitting in some the same person's possession. So again, oh, and this is not to be confused with Tenchi Muyo Rensa, which um, might come up in a Google search if you're because there's not a whole lot of information about this game out there. Um but anyway, it is not Tenchi Muyo Rensa, which actually did see release on Saturn. Um but yeah. That's the game I need to play. I love Tenchi Muyo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. I like it. So whether or not this game would be good or not, I don't think matters as much as the fact that there is yet another unreleased game that's complete but was unreleased and probably due to a uh, perceived lack of success or something like that or maybe it was just not a good maybe it, they hadn't put that much money into development and they just decided it wasn't worth publishing. Who knows? Could have been a restructuring be. thing. Because uh, they did change their name and go on to kind of do different stuff. So anyway, uh, moving on, we have Best of Saturn. Uh, another plug for um, another Saturn game that uh, Peter um, posts up. These regular Best of Saturn posts hashtag Best of Saturn just to get folks talking. Have you ever played this game, Shining Wisdom? I actually I never did. I've always talked. I've
1: always been told I should play it though, but. Yeah, uh, the artwork on the American one I think is probably my favorite one. I think the art is really beautiful on the US cover compared to J- the Japanese cover.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I would... it's
1: just me like, yeah.
0: I agree. I agree. Um you know, I'm with you on this and I you know, as a Saturn fan, I'm kind of ashamed to say it, but I I'll be honest with you, I I do not know a lot about this game. I have not played this game. Um it's just one of those ones that I've kind of always heard that it's not that great or that it's like it's decent but it's you know just just basically if you're i've been focusing on other working designs games you know so this is just one of those ones that is kind of a blind spot for me i probably need to do something about that but of course you and know it's
1: kind of a sadness that this was thrown off to, to working designs to work on no pun intended versus sega who made the game
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i thought same same here i thought okay it's a shining game i would have expected. That uh, they would have handled it in house, but again, maybe they just stretched for resources, I guess, and couldn't handle yeah. it. Well,
1: I mean, they, I mean, it's kind of weird because they did release Shining Force three, yeah, on the Saturn, which is kind of weird. But yeah, yeah I actually kind of find it interesting how long the series has been going on for. So There's several yeah. games in the
0: entire series. Well, I think that's it, really, in a nutshell. Is Sega decided? Okay, we're um, of the Japanese Shining games. We're going to we bring over Shining Force three but not even the whole game we're going like we're going to bring over one, yeah. we're going to bring over scenario 1 we're going to bring over shining uh shining the holy ark right because those are the two yeah, games that yeah. they are the better games, right? They're great games, um, and then they probably were just like, "Yeah, we're not gonna." I don't think we're gonna bring over this one, and then and then probably it was Working Designs who like raised their hand and was like, "Okay, seriously, we'll we'll release it. If you're not gonna release it, we'll release it because it's a shining game, you know." But yeah, yeah. I think it's put on the chat that it's interesting that the the Sega of
1: Europe published it and they did a translation for it and then Working Designs did another translation for it, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, So I guess the question is, what's the better translation?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I would be interested to know. I can't say because I haven't played it in any uh in any respect and I won't pretend to. But uh but Peter does mention that it's a nice action RPG with Metroidvania sensibilities. Um huh. I'm imagining that he's talking about, you know, having to backtrack to get items to advance your progress later on. So, um mm-hmm. and kind of moving forward and then having to go back to to move forward again. Um but but yeah, it's a, it's an interesting take and um I know Peter likes this game. Peter has a pretty radical acceptance of a, of a lot of games that are, like, lesser than, I guess you could say. And I really appreciate that, because, like Peter, I, I do, too, tend to, tend to like some games that are panned by most folks. But I know this was one that's, it's not bad, it's just not as good as the other Shining games. So, for me, I've kind of overlooked it, but I'm going to do something about that soon. Yeah, uh,
1: apparently it was done by a different studio than Camelot.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was not a Camelot. So maybe
1: that might be why that makes sense. Yeah.
0: And I mean it's the it, you know oh, to be no, it fair was Camelot,
1: sorry, it was Camelot.
0: Was it really? See, yeah, I don't I was saying in the chat, yeah. Does it say Camelot here? It says Working Designs. It says Sega Enterprises on the on the I was just looking at the credits it, it on might the, just been on like the some, title screen some team thing. Well, anyway, um but uh but yeah, I mean, you know, it's like a top-down action rpg which is to me very reminiscent of like of like Zelda, right? So that's kind of one of the reasons probably I didn't take a look at it either. But if folks say that it's really good, I'm I'm interested in giving it a go.
1: Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'm interested in trying it out. I like I like weird Japanese games, so hey,
0: yeah. why not? These days I'm fo- these days I'm spending more time on like short gameplay experiences though because every time I get into an RPG, I get like I get so far I level to, like, level 20 or 30, and then I, like, something gets in the way, and I come back to it, like, maybe three months later, and I've completely forgotten what's going on. And I'm just like, oh, God, you know, like, if I want to enjoy this game, enjoy the story, I'm going to have to, like, start from scratch again or, like, look at a guide to figure out what was going on. Yeah, oh, man.
1: that's usually my go. Fine. So, um... Dude, why don't we dig into this one? I, I want to dig of, in this? Uh, I want to do something interesting I want to talk about, then we'll get some opinions in the chat and see what people think about about it as well. Go for it. But yeah, uh, this is a little Sega sh- uh, Saturn short that uh, Peter put uh, a short that Peter put up about the Saturn Mini. So as you don't know, a lot of I mean, since 2016 they really released the NES Classic, and that whole mini consoles blew up from mm-hmm. like stuff like the uh, like the PlayStation Mini to the Sega Genesis Mini to even like the uh, right here the uh, the Astro City Mini right here that uh, yeah is all green and you can't see the screen because it's Greened out. Everything's green on it. But uh, clone so- the, the clone point console is is craze. The- yeah, it's it's a whole craze of it and a lot of people started really bringing up like, oh what about a Saturn Mini but uh Peter really put a really good argument against it with uh, three points which I kind of agree with were one it was it probably wouldn't do it wouldn't be as popular outside of Japan because and there's not enough interest outside of Japan because I mean for the most part it was a mostly popular Japanese console in the US it was kinda of like the odd child, like the uh turbo graphics sixteen mini.
0: Yeah. Where it's like, some people like it, but some people do like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. But what are we talking about? Are we talking about whether or not it would be made at all? Or are we just talking about whether or not it would be released in the U.S.? If, if it was released, how it would be re- received. Because this didn't stop. Neither of these two first things stopped Sega from putting out a tiny little Game Gear. <laughs> you know for 50 bucks
1: the thing thing is though the game gear was only released in japan not america Well, right
0: that's what i'm wondering is it's like could this be something that we might see as like an import only kind of device in the future or do you think they won't even try
1: i don't think they will will try to be honest because the the other point that it might be more expensive because even on the 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 astro city mini the uh virtual fighter thing was a Mm -hmm. bit laggy Yeah, to begin with. So if if that was laggy,
0: I couldn't imagine. But also, it might have just been the emulation software they were using. Yeah, I don't doubt. But yeah, I don't see it coming out ever. Like in any, I don't see it coming out in any way and being positively accepted by fans. You know, if anything, I see it coming out. Everybody buys one up just because it is a Saturn Mini, and then ultimately goes online. to... (laughs) to complain about how poor the performance it is and then that's it that's the end of the story you know? Yeah, and it,
1: it just it just like in the hardcore, they're gonna probably go for the o, like ODES or like like pseudo Saturns over something like this. Mm-hmm. Like go for the upscalers, well, which are a lot of the, the fans that are targeted by this. Mm-hmm. And uh, another part, the point you brought up is the licensing, which I thought was interesting because I know there's a lot of trademarks and a lot of Saturn games, like uh, mm-hmm. some of the Daytona stuff, some stuff in Sega Rally. Oh yeah, which might be a problem. Unless they renew it, which would obviously mean the console would drive up to a higher price in that case.
0: Yeah, you know, you're not kidding. I mean, Sega Rally, which is a game that you couldn't avoid putting on a a mini console, right? It would be like one of the, Mm -hmm. you have to put this game on there because it's one of the best games, right? Well, I mean, Sega Rally has like Toyota, like Toyota, 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 like all over it, you know, because they had an exclusive deal. And Isle of Man, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like... Uh, I think it's the Isle of Man, right? Uh, yeah, for the for the oh no no Isle of Man is uh is uh, the motorcycle racing game, uh Manx TT, mm-hmm. which is also kind of like a must have, and that has you know more of that kind of stuff. But yeah, um Sega Rally has you know Lancia and, and Toyota logos in it and castro logos in it. And I, uh, I, I even got one that that that's, that's going to be on there. That's going to be hard. Die Hard Arcade. Oh, Die Hard Arcade. Yeah, no, you're not kidding so yeah there's they'll they'll have to change the dynamite cop if they even do it yeah it would have to be like the dynamite deca or dynamite cop um yeah you're not kidding so they would definitely run into some licensing issues i'm sure or at least they would have to negotiate licensing issues but i mean this is not the mid 90s like you know toyota's probably like no we're good (laughs) we don't really want yeah Uh, and and like and like disney owns fox now and i imagine they're gonna be like uh yeah i don't think so my take on this though it's kind of like you were saying like the way I feel is that by the time a Saturn mini console could come out and actually be good enough to to warrant itself existing, the whole mini console craze probably will have come and gone, and and it won't really I be mean, a it's thing. It's already
1: faded. It's yeah. already faded right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like so people have them, and it's just another it's just another trinket to put on your shelves and show off in just your more tat you know exactly but it's kind of like a neo geo x <laughs> you know it's kind of like one of those things where it's like you're just going to see a ton of them show up on offer up because you know it at the end of the day it's just a it's just a system on a chip um exactly exactly or it's, so, it's like some some linux emulated box thing i would not mind though i really would not mind if let's say a few years on because we know they're working on a we know they're working on uh, cores for the saturn right we mm-hmm. are working on a saturn core for the mr project right so i really would not mind the dude <laughs> who is putting out those saturn shells right now you know um yeah. and, and i forget the name um what was that? What was their name? I feel bad. <laughs> I know
1: RetroTech is selling it. Retro is selling
0: it. I can't remember the, the name of the original guys, but we'll, f- you mm-hmm. know, I'm sure somebody will put it in the comments. But anyway, that guy, if you can figure out a way to miniaturize that or somebody puts out like a miniature shell, you know, uh, of the Saturn mm-hmm. and not 3D printed, you know, because I mean, yeah, folks are going to 3D print a Saturn and put a mister in there. But uh, I think it would be better if it was like an actual molded piece of plastic get a mister in there and then then we're talking you know once they get the mister core going i'd be i'd be down for that little little uh mr saturn mini (laughs) mr saturn yeah but man you know peter peter did not uh he he gave us kind of like a a sneak peek of like what he would put on a saturn mini uh if if there was one yeah
1: He's had some good k- consoles like like uh, Revolution Girl or, uh, all good games like Revolution Girl Utena. I definitely would want that on there.
0: but I can't see that being on a mini console. It's like so niche. How many I know, people but it would be funny? Oh yeah, it would be great. I mean like I, I agree, but I mean ag- again when I see something like that, I'm like, yeah, I don't think that would make the cut <laughs> just because you know they're going to be looking to cash in on on nostalgia. and I don't know anybody who yeah. has nostalgia for that except for like folks in Japan.
1: Or anime nerds. Or anime nerds. The, yeah. VHS's Like we're gonna
0: put out yeah, a special weeb edition.
1: <laughs> I'm down. But yeah, um, yeah. If you guys want to unmute and
0: give your opinion on
1: it, that'd be great. Yeah.
0: Because uh, we're gonna go. You, we're gonna. You're... We're gonna go into the str- the game stream after this, so we yeah. can just unmute now. Have folks uh, chime in. Yeah, exactly. And this way, you guys can get on the stream, or the the podcast. Yeah. i really don't know i really don't know if uh i I mean i guess you're right no matter how no matter how much the saturn is becoming popular these days um it's more like the pursuit of collecting the saturn and stuff like that i don't know that there's enough nostalgia built-in nostalgia for it that folks would want to go buy a mini in the u.s i kind of feel like i would just because you know <laughs> shiro like i have to report on it i'd have to you know i'd be obligated but like most folks it probably wouldn't be an impulse buy you know unless no, you're a diehard be... saturn fan
1: yeah i think uh i think trekkies is in here what are your opinions on it trekkies
2: i was just gonna say if there's anything Sega could probably do about that to try and cash in on it would be like just reprint old games
1: yeah, I, th- I think for... we talked about that before. I, th- I think the biggest issue is that whole, uh, the whole, uh, the, the ability to ring. play. Yeah, the security ring, yeah.
2: That would, that would probably be, like, the, like, one thing they could do if they truly, like, can't afford to make like, an actual mini. That would probably I, be, like, I, the next best option.
3: Yeah. I never, under- I never understood the trend of, uh, mini consoles because it's just one step further down the line of, uh, taking privileges or rights away from the consumer to control their machines like have non-interchangeable games which have been a staple since the, uh, what was this called? Um, the first console to have cartridges.
0: The yeah. Odyssey? Magnavox. Yeah.
2: Well, that's kind of more just jumpers. The games are all right. built in. The cartridges set different jumpers. I think the channel F was the first one that actually had the programs.
0: Gotcha, yeah.
3: Yeah yeah right like the thing with the CMOS battery you cannot change you can't sh- switch the batteries you do the save games are in the cloud the games are locked yeah and
2: well, I think like with the minis they're they're kind of aimed at a very specific kind of thing right so it's kind of like they're just like, okay, we're not going to make the remake the hardware because it's just not worth it for us. But we could at least put them on a box that looks like it for you to hook up to, of like your modern TV, right? And we'll put like the 30 most popular games on it. I mean, I, I, I'm fine. It's like it's not taking away your existing hardware for those of us who still have it or anything like that.
0: And the ironic part is that it hasn't stopped the the limited number of games hasn't stopped anyone from cramming tons of roms on there, like hacking these things you know through USB and cramming tons of roms on them and then reselling them on offer up you know hacked P, you know PS mini uh PlayStation mini with like 80 games on it or something like that and so it's like ironic because then it's like it's basically kind of like a raspberry pi right but it can't do all the stuff that a raspberry pi can do it's just basically a playstation and it'll play playstation games albeit not as good as an actual playstation so i I heard the
2: people i think when you get to like the 32-bit gen for the minis that's where you start to see like we see a massive jump over like the 16-bit and 8-bit stuff yeah so i think it's just it's harder to get an emulator that can run on that kind of hardware and be pretty accurate yeah the playstation mini even like yeah, it works, but it's not as good. Like, the quality is not the same as, like, the Genesis Mini, the TurboGrafx Mini, the SNES or NES Mini. When right.
4: So what kind of emulators are these guys using? Are they, like, stealing the open-source ones? Is it, like, epc 2
2: I think, like, the, the ones from Sega and Nintendo are in-house ones. Uh, the ones from Sega and the one Konami did for the Turbo Graphics, I believe those were developed by M two.
1: Yeah, M two. I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, 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 Capcom actually stole some emulation on their on their
2: stick. Yeah, yeah, on their I stick think. box, which that caused some problems. Yeah. And I think Sony stole theirs
4: on the PS one because I know I, there I was think, a bunch of drama about that.
2: I, mm-hmm.
4: I think the uh, the Nintendo stole Nesticle at one point on the Wii, right? They did. No, N- no, nope, Nesticle would not run on the Wii. That's DOS.
0: Somebody stole.
2: Oh no! You they, know what they, it was? They, what was, was it, the ROMs had the INES headers in them. Was what the drama was.
0: Well, Dreamcast. Um, that for the for the Genesis yeah, Smash Pack.
2: Yeah, they they downloaded the ROMs off the internet,
0: <laughs> and you could see it in the That's headers. Pretty funny. Yeah, and yeah, I think there was maybe. even a code. I they, the programmer like put a put a message to you know folks like saying you know this is. Right? Wasn't there like so a message a hidden in yeah. there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It basically, they basically allowed them to load like custom uh, Genesis and Mega Drive ROMs on the which, like, why... exactly. yeah. yeah, which is why command. Exactly. Yeah. Which was like.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't think I don't think Nintendo still Nesticle because that that would not run on the Wii because it's all it's all done in DOS and it's x86 assembly
0: yeah plus i think nintendo's a little too prideful <laughs> they're like no we you know they're, we can't they're prideful enough to steal the roms
2: but so
1: not the, the actual the... hardware
0: yes from some
2: of their leaks we know they had made like uh, game boy emulators
3: themselves internally and things
2: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah those leaks are pretty awesome didn't Looking somebody didn't somebody license final burn alpha for for uh for For their uh console wasn't it this huge Capcom final burn things? alpha
0: well would that have been the neo Geo x the 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 handheld neo Geo possibly because I know final yeah. burn neo or uh, sorry final burn alpha was like one of the better neo Geo emulators, right
3: I think I- so i don't remember i remember something about the the capcom stick that looked like the logo mm. yeah
1: i i i i wasn't sure who where they took that from but i do remember hearing about that i'm not sure if it's if it's final burn alpha
0: though oh if it was that capcom like logo shaped fight stick that has all the emu- yeah because that,
1: that one had stolen emulation or yeah they, they didn't use the license properly or something
0: yeah, yeah I know crazy also, times like,
2: uh, there was the Retron Five that had a ton of drama with it.
0: Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and then there was the CD, the CD console that just basically had an orange pie in, in it or yeah. something like that. The one, yeah. the
2: one thing I'd be curious about is when you're getting to the point where, like, the cost of like the hardware you need to emulate it properly versus, like, right, which would be more expensive at that point? Trying to make an emulation box, or would it actually be cheaper to try and just remake the old hardware? That's where I'm, I'm wondering where that line is. It which is, is my curiosity. Which is why like the Mr. cores.
0: Oh, sorry. The
2: 68K we... is still used in a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. Like in, like in car microcontrollers and that's still used. Mm-hmm. And I think the SH2s are still used. Uh, possibly even like the SH4 and the Dreamcast is still used in a lot of embedded stuff. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't And I think like the power VR that the Dreamcast uses is kind of like the evolution that went into the early iPhones. Oh, so yeah. So they're off the see, shelf like, parts. It'd be interesting to see if like... Like, for the Saturn, it would really be... You would need to recreate the sound chip mm-hmm. and the VDPs and, the, like, the other, like, glue chips. Mm-hmm. But I, it would be interesting to see if you could, kind of, like, using, like, modern tooling, if it would be cheaper to, like, just make, like, a Saturn on a chip kind of
4: thing mm-hmm. versus trying to emulate it. I, I assume the economies of scale are so heavily in favor of just buying Raspberry Pis in bulk. They yeah. Would almost, they, they yeah. Almost. Because <laughs> they.
2: Yeah. Right. I'm just saying, like, if the... If you can't get like Saturn emulation running on like a Raspberry Pi and like the kind of hardware you would need in there to emulate it accurately, I'm wondering where the line is on where it would which would cost more. Mm-hmm. It's just but,
4: my thought. I, I assume that it would be cheaper to get some sort of miniaturized i7 or i9 or Ryzen or something like that for like a laptop or or whatever rather than. Um, because th- there's there's that hardware that exists, and even if it's super easy and technologically available to make new VDPs, um, d- they'd have to spin up a whole new process to, to, to create them again.
2: Good point. Don't... Yeah, sure. I, was, I know for the longest time, like, TechToy was still making Genesis hardware.
4: Well, that's the thing, though, is you could still buy... Uh, cart uh, basically uh fully functional uh consoles that will play nes genesis and uh, snes like so, someone in china or brazil or someone like that is ordering mm-hmm. enough to have a, a factory constantly making those boards
0: why don't we uh i'll tell you what let's let's continue this conversation but i'll have pat rap on this for the podcast and then uh, we'll go into the game stream and we can keep talking about this uh, in the game stream right, sounds okay that's good
1: all right thanks for watching guys uh enjoy uh, hopefully you enjoy the show and uh we'll see you next week on the next uh, Sat- the shiro show news segment see you guys peace